0: All right, we got this, we got water, you are you, quick play, okay. (laughs) You are you, did you know that? All right, here we go. Hey friends, welcome to this quick play episode of the Retro Game Guys podcast. I'm your host, Dustin, and I'm joined today by the retro gaming guru, Zach, right? What's up, dude? Hi. Hello. Uh, so we're doing uh, another in our series of interviews, sort of uh, putting each of the retro game guys on the spot here. Uh, we'll talk about their background with gaming and uh, what uh, what kind of brought them to this podcast and all those kinds of questions. And today, our uh, hot seat, <laughs> kind of <laughs> like uh, the Sonic episode, but, yeah. but extended extended, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, today, it's Mr. Zach. Uh, all hey, right. Uh, I'm we- ready.
1: <laughs> you sure. I wore an extra layer of pants for this hot seat. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
0: it's getting warm over there, right? Uh, what was the song you wanted to do? It's getting hot in here. It's getting I hot know. in here. Yeah, yeah, no, thank you. But uh, all right. So let's start. You are Zach and you yes, are what we call our retro gaming guru, right? That is right.
1: Well, I'm, that is right. I, where'd
0: that come from? I'm not sure, right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I played a lot of video games in the 80s and 90s, that's why. And the
0: 2000s, and and the the 2010s, and now we're in the 20s. Right.
1: (laughs) It's kind of never stopped, sadly. Yeah. No, but I was obsessed with gaming as a kid. Just. (laughs) You're making me feel bad here. (laughs) Again. But also true. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, I just, um, I spent a lot of time at home. Like, I, I rode my bike and did normal kid stuff, Yeah. you know, but... Um, just loved being in my room playing video games, and um, was I was totally bit by the video game bug. And uh, I played way too many video games. I played um, <laughs> many different systems. Yeah, I was way into the like the marketing of games. Like uh, I subscribed to. All the magazines yeah. like EGM and GamePro, so I was just really wrapped <laughs> up in it. Absolutely. Well, and and you're you know,
0: part of the reason that I'm involved in that kind of stuff is you know growing up knowing you. Well, not growing up. I didn't meet you until later in high school, but uh, you 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 got the bug in in me a little bit too with your with your gamingness even in high school. So
1: yeah, you're like, well, if I go to Zach's house, it's I gonna know I gaming. have to play video <laughs> games, otherwise he's not going to talk to me.
0: <laughs> Pretty much, it was, <laughs> it was gaming or, or uh, wrestling. That was yeah. about We watched wrestling and and played video games. We did. All right, let's uh, let's fire off some questions here. Uh, your catchphrase when we start out the podcast, whenever I ever introduce you, you always say
1: "rock and roll." Rock and roll, where would that and come roll. from? Uh, I well, know, but yeah. for our audience, <laughs> yeah, I'll say, well, rock and roll started as a uh, no. So, um, rock and roll is really important to me yeah. because I played in a band for and nothing you know. Um, I yeah. played in a band for a long, long time, long time, um, and uh, also it reminds me of like, all right, rock and roll, let's go. Right, right. it's kind of like wanting to get your get your blood pump and get things started. And it reminds me of um, any fans of uh, Spinal Tap out there. It reminds me of that scene in Spinal Tap <laughs> where they're stuck under the stage, you know, yeah. and they're like, rock and roll, rock R- and roll. Right. Like, they're, like they're just, a, like they're getting hyped up to break it, you know, to uh, break through the curtain and go on stage, but yeah. they keep getting lost. They yeah. have to ask for directions. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, and it's funny too, because, uh, you know, our last episode on Sonic the Hedgehog, we did that live from the, from the AFK uh, XP lounge. Yep. And and it was very much like watching zach so i I, you know from high school until recent times i was always i would go to a lot of his shows a lot of Zach shows and I would help him set up and break down sometimes and Good watching him doing this, uh, the podcast live like that. It was, it was just like that kind of getting back there where he's getting kind of antsy. He's getting kind of like, I got to get this done. I got to do all these different things. It was totally like Zach back in his element. So it's rock, so true. it was very much like a rock and roll yep. show. It was
1: rock and roll. <laughs> and it, yeah. And some things are so, uh, are uh, totally the same. You always want more time to set up than you have. Yeah. You always forget something. Yeah. Like I forgot what I forgot the AC adapter for my computer Your my laptop, laptop. Yeah, right? we were
0: supposed to run stuff off and of it. And we
1: ended up finding uh, this random USB-C. Like, hey, <laughs> we're like, well, let's just plug it in and it, see what happens. It worked. It, it worked. it worked. It worked. Your laptop felt like it was going to melt, right. but it did work. <laughs> it did work. <laughs> <laughs> we were watching it most of the time going like, well, it's not like decharging <laughs> yeah, or discharging. N- but Nothing's smoking yet. Right. Funny. But yeah, no, it was very, it was very similar to... And, and if you think about it, it's a live performance, yeah. whether it's a podcast or musical performance. It's still a performance. Absolutely. Well, you know, talking about going from music and
0: getting into the podcast, like what, m- how did you not just get involved in podcasts, but you're kind of the creator of this with the, with some of my input in as well, but exactly. you know, what kind of uh, got you into making this podcast?
1: Well, it's a good transition from the band days. So yeah. played in the band a lot and it took up a lot of my time. Right. But you start a family, other guy starts families, things inevitably, hobbies inevitably slow down. Right. And so I wasn't playing a lot of shows. I wasn't really doing anything creatively and I was getting kind of itchy. Like I wanted right. to do something else. Um and at the time I had a really long uh, work commute. So fell in love with the medium of uh, podcasts, totally. listening yeah. to a ton of podcasts. And uh, just one day I was like, you know, it'd be really fun to have a podcast, but like what would what would I talk about? Right. And that's I just well there's one thing I'm really passionate about. It's video games. So you and I started talking about yeah. the idea, and you know, and you may have even brought it up like a long time ago. I don't know, yeah. But it seemed like every time we got together for a beer, the topic would come up.
0: Yeah, right? it did. It came up quite a bit, and it was at least from my perspective, it was video games uh, for being the topic was not the first topic. It wasn't even like the fourth? I think it was the fifth. We had so many ideas. one of the ideas, yeah. Yeah, we talked about doing like a retrospective on music, like talking about our favorite classic bands and getting into like their, you know, like a history of music thing. We talked about doing current media as it relates to like older media and and we had all sorts of different ideas. But one day as my recollection was that you kind of said, well, we, I'm really into gaming and we, we, you know, we all are into gaming. Like what about video games? And I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, what about, let's do that maybe. But it was funny because like,
1: <laughs> And we might have met five, six times for a beer over like a year and a half, and we never just got started. No. Starting is like the hardest it part, It is, though. Right? It was definitely. And um, th- I think there's an opportunity to overthink things. Like, well, I need gear. And then if I get the gear, well, then I need you know people to do it. And the, like you can keep making excuses for yeah. yourself in any yeah. creative project. Oftentimes, if you want to see if an idea is going to work, you just need to like just, just try it. it. Yeah. And the audio quality like it doesn't kind of matter it's like if yeah. you were a visual artist <laughs> like don't go out and buy like this crazy like you know pens and easels and all this stuff just like start Trying things and see what yeah. happens, you
0: know. Well, and that's why I mean, like, when we finally did, and, when, and Alex always says, you know, release the demo. It's like it really wasn't that good. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, <laughs> it was the, a the, good experiment. Yeah,
1: it uh, functioned, uh, or its function was to see if we had chemistry and all that. Yeah, it certainly wasn't uh, the yeah. auto quality wasn't wasn't no, there. No, no. Um, but so at the time, I was, uh, and I still am a fan of this author and um, marketer. His name is Seth Godin, and I follow his blog and stuff. And he had a post one day that said. If you work better under a deadline, just set give yourself it. a deadline. Just set the deadline. So uh, you and I talked on the phone, and I was like, "Dude, like I'm just gonna bring my little recorder. I'll call up Alex. I'll call up JP. And at the time, JP and I, we had the retro game guy's name, right? From like when we used to, you know, have a sell. sell games mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. So um, we wrote two kind of scripts. Do you remember? Yes. So That's we had right. one that was kind of the Retro Game Guys script, and the other one was like this Q&A, we talked about arcade games and random stuff. Yeah. And we had no... And in fact, I think I hosted that one. Yes. And you hosted the Retro Game Guys episode That's demo? That's right. I completely forgot about that.
0: Yeah. We had one that was just... It was more general video game topic version. That's yeah. right. That's right. And, yeah. and then we had a version that was like, oh, let's no. specifically talk about I'll a game. going to be like,
1: release that demo too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I had for,
0: completely forgotten what, What's that. funny
1: if you listen back to that demo is that when you... The first time you say retro game guys you kind of go retro game guys like you're reading it like for the first time (laughs) it's crazy because we were just trying stuff again we didn't know you know and there was a sort of script and it was not pre-read or anything yeah no And what's cool is you can hear like some of the things that we've um i need to stop building this up because people are going to want to hear this demo but (laughs) no, some of the things that have worked and we've kept and then some of the things some ideas that were just not well and I, i
0: i see that um in uh, pilot sh- of shows, right? You see, there's shows that I love, and you go back and watch the pilot, you're like, whoa, like, where were they going yeah. with this? And it has the germ of the re- good idea. I just watched the, uh, randomly, the Beat Bobby Flay pilot. There's a TV show that I like called Beat Bobby Flay, and you see what yeah. they kept, and you see what worked. They, it
1: still had Bobby Flay, but everything else was different. <laughs>
0: the, the layout was different. It was very, it's very odd to watch the pilot yeah. and see just the next episode where they, you know, it gotten picked up, and now it's a real show. Just from there to there, how much
1: it had it, it changed, because they really must have examined that pilot and said, what worked, what didn't. We do have people like, you know, posting or responding to us like on Twitter and elsewhere on the socials. And (laughs) they'll say something like, man, I would love to start a podcast. Like, wow, like we we have some kind of magical energy or something. It's like the best way to start a podcast is what? Start Start the podcast. podcast. Like you can record on your phone. Yeah. Literally Podbean, the company that we, you know, we partner with that publishes our podcast. They have an app. You can download the app and you can literally hit record on your phone Record a podcast and publish it like yeah. within minutes. Like anyone can do it. Give it a shot.
0: I, I encourage everyone to do that. Um I there it's such a fun thing to do. Let's get into more about what uh about your gaming history, if we'll. Yes, here. that sounds great. All right. So um <laughs> you talked, I mean, you've you've game from the womb practically, right? <laughs> pretty like <much. laughs> pretty pretty much. So you've been playing pretty much the whole time. Um, what was the first video game you'd say that you you fell in love with it? That that was the one that kind of like the, the back in my memory, this one really sparked my love of yeah.
1: video games. The right. first memory I have playing games, yeah. like the first time I got like hooked, um, I used to play Space Invaders at my cousin's house. Okay, they yeah. had, they were the he was the first person I knew that had the Atari Twenty Six Hundred, yeah. and so, um, and I think you and I have talked about this in the past. Like every time, like you go to a relative's house, the first question is like, Yeah, do you guys have any video games yeah, or what, anything? What, what <laughs> system do you guys have here? Yeah, so I was like six or something, and he had you know a stack of games, and uh, I just I was playing Space Invaders and Pac Man and all that stuff, yeah. and I have this memory of my my mom and dad and, like, my aunt and uncle talking, and they're like, man, like, look at Zach go. Like, he's putting up higher scores than anyone in the <laughs> in the house, right? So it's kind of like the guru was born, like, all, you know, those years ago. Absolutely. Then um, I just harassed my parents to get my own Atari. <laughs> um, so I, I the first games I really fell in love with were those early Atari games. Yeah, yeah. Um, But video gaming wasn't really an obsession yet. That was, <laughs> I think the balance was still pretty healthy right, in the Atari games. right. The game, the one game that changed everything for me that really like struck me and made me realize that this is what I wanted to like, you know, do. This is what I wanted to just play all the time was uh, Super Mario Brothers yeah, on okay. the NES. So yeah. I So- um, I
0: think that's a shared thing. There's, I think that's a lot yeah, of people's like-
1: at least a few. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I had this experience where, um, I don't even know how old I was, but I had a friend of mine, his name was Alan Rock. I don't know where he is today. If, if you're out there, Alan, let me know. Um, <laughs> but uh, he I had this uh, distant memory of his dad uh, going to Japan for work. Mm-hmm. And he one day he called me and said, like, hey, I got this new system, You know, come over and play it. You should check out this game called Super Mario Brothers. Okay. And at the time, I thought he was talking about Mario Brothers, right. like the game I had played in the arcade. And I was like, oh yeah, I'd, I played that game before. Um, being that his dad went to Japan, it's likely that I wasn't even playing the NES. I might have actually been, been playing the Famicom, the Famicom yeah. right? So it might have been early. Um, if he's out there, please confirm that story. <laughs> right. um, it's been a few years. But I remember sitting on like the bottom bunk of his bunk bed <laughs> Turning on this system and like just my mind just exploded That's like crazy because I went from yeah. playing you know a single screen type game like you know Yars of Revenge or something or Pitfall which or the, Mario Brothers, or the and Mario Brothers right which are all great games but Super Mario Brothers I mean the color the action the con- even the controller you go from yeah. a a Atari joystick that is clunky one little you button. know and one button that works most of the time <laughs> to this really super responsive yeah. NES controller. Um, and I, we played it for a couple of hours that I remember my dad came to pick me up and I literally cried. I was like, no, <laughs> I have to, I have to own this. Um, so then, yeah, it was Christmas of 87. I finally got my own NES and that was, there you go. It was, that was it from there, man. So you I talked about,
0: you talked about Atari, yep. you talked about NES. What other systems do you remember having grown up like into your teens?
1: Yeah. When I had, I, I kind of followed the release schedule for consoles. <laughs> to be honest with you. I mean, you probably remember back in yeah. the day. I mean, I yeah. had a, Super Nintendo, Genesis, uh, NES. I had a Virtual Boy. Yes. We, we, that's come up a couple <laughs> you times. You still have it, right? Yep. I oh, still yeah, have yeah, it. Yeah. had a Game Boy, yeah. you know, as that came up. But, um, yeah, but it was my NES that, like, no matter where I went in my collecting days or, you know, game-playing days, my NES was, like, yeah. my first true love. Um, and I started just collecting games more seriously in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you something about the 90s, by the way. This is a lost era of collecting. Yeah. So, like, JP and I used to go to tons of uh, flea markets, garage sales, and back then, it this is before retro gaming, right? Yeah. Now you can go anywhere, and almost anyone knows how much something's worth. Back then, it was just old games. Right. These were kind of worthless, right? right, right. Um, we'd go to Grouchel's and people would just sell us these huge boxes for like 10 bucks or whatever. Um, <laughs> but Or flea markets. I mean, just again, you just just armfuls of games for nothing. Um, and there was this one place called, um, this one shop called Funko Land. Did you remember that, Dustin? I remember yeah, Land. Oh, yeah. GameStop bought them out, from I'm not, I'm not really right. wrong there. I think you're right. I think you're right. But they used to, back in the day, in the late 90s, they used to publish this, um, they had a, a paper like um, a menu or a price list. As well. Oh, like oh price yeah, list. yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you'd go there, get the new price list, and whatever. To give you a sense oh, of gosh, how how collecting me back. <laughs> right? I, yeah, I still about have that. one in my house. I'll have to show you next time you come over. Um, but to give you a sense of how collecting was in the nineties, um, one of the paper uh, price lists that I have today, Stadium Events is on it. Now, <laughs> Stadium Events, if you don't know, it's the most expensive, yeah. you know, NES production game. Um, it's probably worth anywhere from you know six to ten thousand uh, dollars, depending on the condition. Um, but that price list from Funko Land had stadium events listed and it was like 99 cents or something <laughs> like that. Um, crazy. Yeah. And you could walk in, So at the time too, video stores were going out of business. I'm sure you remember that. Yeah. Um, and they would sell off their entire collection of games. Like right. you can walk into like your local video store and they're like, oh yeah, this whole wall of games we're selling for like a dollar piece. Yeah. But back then we were broke. So I might spend five bucks. Oh, I got a few games where now I'd be like, Give me everything. I'll take
0: your wall. Yeah.
1: And I remember walking away from some really rare games because I just didn't have any money. But so (laughs) uh but yeah, so there's some there was a golden age of collecting back then and I've I've really never stopped.
0: Well, yeah, absolutely. You haven't, and we've seen
1: the room and so uh by the way, this podcast is terrible for my collecting habit. (laughs) And mine too. Oh yeah, you actually Everyone needs to understand. When we first started this podcast, Dustin was like, "Yeah, I play games. I like games, whatever." And like literally, he set up now this whole corner of his house as <laughs> a retro gaming corner. I sent you a text. I think it was yesterday where I was like, "I'm really enjoying watching your like quick descent into collecting madness." I'm trying to to
0: hold it at bay, but you know, we, we the other day on text it was now I'm like now I want a nomad like. like-
1: <laughs> I know well, it started so random It started with like What did you say like, There was a 99 cent handheld right? right Or $99 handheld It's not the 90s A $99 <laughs> handheld You're like What do you think And I'm like You really should put $100 Toward a Game Gear and You're like Oh Game Gear and Then I said something about Nomad What's a Nomad I'm like
0: and Oh god There it goes Alright So my collecting is, is 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 Getting bad But it's not as bad as yours When's a Nomad coming Right now. It's not ordered yet <laughs> And my wife My wife might be listening To this podcast yeah, I'm never ordering that hun, I swear so, really, it's really how cool. many games at this point do, would you say are in your collection?
1: Well, I just went through and logged them all, which yeah. took a while. We have this <laughs> new app you and I have been playing with called Game... Was it GameEye? Game yeah. yeah. Um, which is cool. Um, and I think I have over a 1,000 now. 1,000 <laughs> and something. Yeah, I've got like 60, dude. Like, I'm yeah. nowhere near that. It's <laughs> <laughs> actually down a bit. Um, yeah. I used to collect for a lot more systems. Like, right. I had a Sega Saturn. I had a bunch oh, of other yeah. stuff out yeah. there. But after a while, I was like... Actually... The moment I really had to cut things down is when I moved into an apartment and you realize like, I just don't, there's no spot. Do I have a a linen closet or a Nintendo closet or video game closet, you know? right exactly
0: so uh what out of those well it, maybe you don't own them all but so i was gonna say your top three games out of your collection but what are your top three games just period of all time i hope you own them but what are yeah. your top three games of yeah all
1: time? um no one's gonna be surprised with number one street, street fighter Two. Fighter right <laughs> speaking of street fighter 2 no i won't go on a tangent i'll try not to three more hours of street fighter 2 so street fighter 2 number one yeah. uh, zelda uh, link to the past okay. on the super nintendo is number two that's, that's an SES one okay. yeah that's, i don't know
0: that, that i've played that
1: one oh my gosh i <laughs> I think we got ourselves. I'll have to check it out. Everyone well, is, now that I have a Super Nintendo, right, there you go. <laughs> yeah, that is an absolute, just amazing game, just front to back. Okay, um, uh, number three. Yeah, number three. Gosh, man, there's a there's a few, but I, man, <laughs> uh, probably Resident Evil on the okay. PS1. PS1, just because of the just amazing. That, that's an experience playing yeah. that game. So I I actually have that. So I the have, PS1? I have the
0: PS One Resident wow. Evil in my collection. Are the, you brave the, enough to play it? <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I don't know why I have all these like uh, old. Yeah. I like, Resident Evil Four on the Wii too. Like I'm like, yeah. how, why did I have so many Resident Evil games? But anyway,
1: Resident Evil is one of those games like similar to Super Mario Brothers, where it has like a iconic moment, not just for the game but for video game history in general. Yeah, there's that moment where you you see the first zombie for the first time, and it's just like this cutscene. The zombie like looks back over its shoulder. I think I you know? remember, and then that, it yeah. turns in back into the like controllable action, whatever you call yeah. it. And then you're immediately like, "Get me out of here!" Yeah. <laughs> right, but right. that scene is so iconic; it's, totally. it's awesome. Love I'll have it. to check that out again. Maybe during the day, <laughs> <when> somebody's <laughs> holding my
0: hand. <laughs> somebody um, else playing. Yeah, right. somebody else playing. Exactly. Okay, so let's go on to um, of y- your gaming items or anything yeah. that you have. What's your most prized game or gaming related item in your collection?
1: So I thought about this before we recorded because I wanted to make sure that I wasn't gonna say something stupid. You know, because (laughs) you know, inevitably with a thousand games, whatever you're gonna forget something be really meaningful um and so in no particular order i have a top five That's yeah great. you know i can't get through any episode <laughs> right. without doing a top five a ridiculously <laughs> interesting something <laughs> right uh so in no particular order number one i would say is the pitfall patch that you gave hey. me so on the wall Aw. Uh, yeah. <laughs> i appreciate hug me across the table right <laughs> um so i won't go into all the details there but listen to our pitfall episode if you want to hear that awesome story but yeah, yeah it's it's framed on my wall it's a technically it's the Activision Explorers Club patch. Yep. Activision would give out patches for people that uh you know met a certain high different, score on Yeah, a game. different yeah.
0: accomplishments for all those games back then. Yeah. That
1: was the one for, for pitfall. So yeah, we go. still haven't gotten the freeway one. We were talking about that one, I think, in the Pit <laughs> Club. So what was it like the, the chicken found to save the chicken foundation yes, patch? You yeah, gotta get that yeah, one of yeah. these days. So that's awesome. Um my Street Fighter two arcade machine. You still have that? Which I still well, I have another I have another one now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> I haven't talked about this on the podcast yet, but that one's special because, um, it is the type of arcade machine, Street Fighter II arcade machine that I used to remember playing a lot. It's okay. called a Z-back. If you look to this on the side, if you look like at the machine from the side perspective, it looks like a Z. Oh, okay, it's red. Um, hmm. they yeah, they call them Z-backs, and this particular machine used to be um, in a arcade. Uh, called Nickel City oh, in gosh. San Jose. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Nickel City used to actually be owned by Capcom. Yeah. So this machine was like a Capcom Street Fighter machine in a Capcom owned arcade. That's very cool. Um, so I bought the machine and I opened it up when I got it. And inside, like underneath the control panel, you still see a ton of nickels from Nickel City. Mm-hmm. And underneath the nickels, there was still a pamphlet from Capcom's Nickel City. It's <laughs> just like this time capsule. Wow, so yeah. that thing is just, I love it. Very cool. Um, so I have two items from people that are no longer with us that are really special to me. Mm. One was uh, a Nintendo 64 that my friend Martin uh, bought for me. Yeah. And this was back at, well, I think it was like 97 or something. it a while. So. Um, you probably remember Dustin, but I had he and I lived together in an yeah, apartment. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, at the time, I was making like $4 a, uh, an hour or something like I, that. I think that apartment was the first time I ever saw the Dreamcast. Well, yeah. Yeah that my friend Tim that lived there. I had a yeah. rotating door of roommates, if you remember. <laughs> but um, anyway. I was making a minimum wage back then, had no money, spent every dollar I had just getting in that apartment. Yeah. And Martin was the first friend that I had that like graduated from a good college. He got yeah. a good job as yeah. an engineer right out of school. So he had all this money. Right. And one year for Christmas, he bought me a Nintendo 64. And I was like, dude, <laughs> right? Like, what? That's crazy. Like, n- all my other friends, if they got me anything, it'd be like a CD, right? Yeah, and right. that was like eighteen ninety nine back then. <laughs> right. Oh my God. But that means so much to me because, like, he, you know, he also modded my PS1 to play import games. Wow! I still have it. Yeah, Um, uh, I also have a top loader that my mom got me. Oh, Uh, my top loader NES that she got me and the last Christmas she was with us. Oh, wow! Pretty awesome. That's very cool. The crazy thing about that was that um, I had no idea she knew I wanted it. Mm. She just interviewed my sister or something or my dad (laughs) or whatever found out, and uh, so amazing. But. The I think the, the best or the most meaningful item that I have or favorite, whatever you want to call it, the thing I wouldn't sell for a million dollars is uh, Tom, who helps us uh, on the podcast from time to time. Uh, he went back to his childhood home, his parents' house also, um, and was digging through his old closet and mm. found a bunch of his old Nintendo stuff. Right. Um, and he actually found the very first issue of the Nintendo Fun Club newsletter. Wow. Which was the issues that were before Nintendo Power. Right, These are extremely rare... They're valuable, um, but what makes it so special, not only that, because it was a gift, um, because it has his name still printed on it and the address label, like <laughs> this was actually cool. sent to him. Right, right. Um, and this first issue, by the way, like there's things that we talk about on the podcast that are expensive and sometimes expensive games and rare games get kind of intertwined, right? Right. But there is a difference. This game, this item is rare because, like, you don't even see these come up on eBay very often. Mm. It might be worth a hundred, it might be worth a thousand. I don't know who knows, right? But to me, it's like this is a paper, like, newsletter from the beginning of Nintendo. It's it's significant, right? Right when Nintendo of America was just getting off the ground and it was sent to my friend, which he gave to me. That's That's so I I love those things. So, those things I wouldn't sell for a million dollars. Well, maybe a million dollars. Maybe a million dollars. Yeah, your your wife does. Is anybody out to this. there? <laughs> I got Venmo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's go with you. what is what would you consider your greatest gaming accomplishment, other than wiping the floor with the rest of the game guys every oh, yeah. every podcast, like three million
1: points in contra, or whatever. <laughs> um, right. We already talked. we I got like sixty thousand. You got well, four million. We were, you should be happy about this because the um, you've actually had a life when you were a kid, as opposed to me holding <clears throat> hold up in my apparently. room. Apparently. Um, so we already talked about the whole ridiculous like high score that I had, world record score that I had in City Connection. City Connection, yeah. NES, <laughs> so we don't need to rehash that whole thing. Um, I would say beating Ninja Gaiden on the NES. Okay. That game.
0: Yeah, I've, when, I've heard it's really hard. It's, I've, I've never yeah. played,
1: I've played it but not very far. Yeah, there's obviously. a high echelon, there's a certain echelon of games like reserved for just Ninja Gaiden, ghouls and, or ghosts and goblins, yeah. games like that yeah, where yeah, they're yeah, just yeah. like, oh my God, ridiculously hard. But Um, Yeah, this game took me a calendar year, a whole year to beat. Mm -hmm. Playing it all year, almost every day. (laughs) Uh, Got it for one Christmas. I beat it the day... I still remember, beat it the day before the next Christmas. (laughs) That's crazy. And after I put it down, I said, I'm never playing this freaking game ever again. I mean, I've played it since then, but not like more than a level. Like I seriously have like... When are so, we doing it for the podcast? N- no, and actually, you know, it's funny. I, this is the game that I dread, like even more than Battletoads. Like I dread revisiting this game because oh, it is funny. so... Dang, frustrating!
0: Uh, Battletoads is a great, uh, was a great game and a great episode. I actually just talked to my brother in law and he was just like, "It was so cool listening to your Battletoads episode." That was one of those games I loved growing up. It was so hard, but it was so fun, and yeah. that's what I loved about. It. I mean, I don't know Ninja Gaiden that well, but that's what's great about Battletoad. It was yeah. it's a hard game, but it's really fun. You, you yeah. get to you get to hit things with your tongue and kick them with your right. giant foot. <laughs> it's
1: fun. Anyway. Right. And I love beating hard games too yeah. because like it gives you such a sense of accomplishment. Yeah, it's well, just I don't have... know what that's like, but oh, okay. yeah. but you have to go through this whole journey of like I'm gonna to quit and I'm done No, I'm, I'm really done now you know it's right. like yeah what other you got any others uh, in your accomplishment bag um, I beat let's see I beat all six Mega Man games on the NES Sheesh. which are hard um, let's see I've beaten <laughs> I've done some crazy like things besides like you know, playing with my feet and stuff, which we already <laughs> talked about. I beat the Legend of Zelda once with uh, the wooden sword. You're know, the one you get at the beginning of the game, and and oh my god, and no rings, like the power rings that cut yeah. your damage. So it's <laughs> that's crazy. It, it took me like you know 200 like deaths or something to get there. That's crazy. Um, yeah. And, oh, and then I beat um, that was <laughs> this is another ridiculous story. So in the 90s, um, I liked Yoshi's Island, Super Mario uh, World two. Okay. And this is a game that scored you on every level. Right. So it was one of the first games that I remember that had like a percentage complete. Okay. Um, And to get 100% on a level, you had to get a bunch of red coins, I guess five or something red Mm -hmm. coins. Mm -hmm. There are flowers hidden in the level. Okay. And you have to not take any damage or very, very little damage because every time you take damage, you lose these hearts and things like that. So you got to get to the end of the level doing that every single level. In Nintendo Power in one issue, it said something like, you get bonus something for getting 100% on the level. And then it, there was some question that said, um, I wonder what happens if you get 100% on every level. Right. <laughs> and of course, I'm, it's, this is before that information would be on the internet. I couldn't just look it up or YouTube or something. So I'm like, let's give it a go. Right. So I spent the whole summer <laughs> getting, trying to get perfect on every single level, every single item, and I actually did it. And I remember beating the final boss and being like, here it comes. Here comes. Here comes, comes my prize. Yeah, there was a And prize. guess what happened?
0: Maybe, I don't know, different ending. No? Nothing happened. Nothing?
1: <laughs> no- <laughs> nothing that's, at all happened that's lame
0: nothing at all happened yeah i i, I, I would throw something at yeah, that point
1: i still have that save file too yeah. just there to mock me just to be, <laughs> just yeah. to make you angry so yeah that was there you go i don't know if that was a that was more like a failure i think more than <laughs> that's, that's, uh, yeah I, i've
0: accomplished nothing I all mean, yeah, uh, right I mean, that's literally what happened <laughs> I've accomplished Nothing. Uh, my life is meaningless all right right now in your current life uh, are you playing any other games that aren't you know, part of the Retro Game Guys podcast. Any current uh, games uh, that you get any time to play?
1: No. <laughs> I'm, like, no. I, I'm laughing as I'm asking the question. Yeah. I'm like, really? Like, he puts all of the time into the games that we have. Yeah, no. I mean, I there was a moment I was playing, um, gosh, what was it called? Days Gone, I think Days it was gone, called, yeah. the PS4? yeah. Um, that's a good one but yeah it was okay and I just I don't know like I haven't touched my PS4 for a while Yeah, I'll play a bunch of Switch stuff I guess you consider that modern right yeah. so I've got like I'll do like um, the Smash <laughs> Brothers and Mario Kart 8 and stuff like yeah. that with my kids yeah for sure but like I'm thinking when I think of modern I think of like you know the game that I would sit down like play a PS4 by myself totally go through the whole campaign yeah like Spider-Man or yeah something. Spider-Man but yeah it's been a long time since wow. I've done that
0: okay a few uh, questions here to wrap up, uh, maybe uh, related to the podcast. Uh, what was your favorite podcast episode and why?
1: Oh, dang. Um, I think my favorite episode, I'm trying to think of something other than Street Fighter 2, but that <laughs> I think right, I, right. so I'll, I'll say two. One is Street Fighter 2 because okay. this was the first podcast where we had guests. Mm. We built it up. You know, I was actually really afraid of losing because we had some really talented guys yeah, know, going the up golden against me. God. Golden God. That was the beginning of the whole Golden God thing, really. Yeah. Um, our first on-site podcast. Yeah, the um, you know there's multiple parts to it. Yeah, there was a lot that could have gone completely wrong oh, there, totally sideways. Um, yeah, but it went great, and it went, it was, it went
0: uh, like according to plan, like uh, completely uh, yeah. other than me uh, beating Alex on one round. That's about the only <laughs> thing that
1: happened that was different than what we thought was going to happen. That it was, was cool. really good. Yeah, it was cool because it was just a crazy idea and it worked out. Um, yeah. I think the other one is Pitfall because yeah. um, that was the first episode. It was early too. I don't know, episode eight or something for season. Something like that. Um, but it was the first episode where um, like... The the I think the podcast got traction. Yeah, because we got that David Crane interview, our first interview, like moments before we recorded. <laughs> right, Remember that? Right. Yeah. Uh, when I was running around the room going, "Oh my god! Crane, oh my god!" David Crane got back to me. <laughs> um, but it was around the time we f- we first started getting like emails from our listeners, okay. like you know, because it was it was just the first moment I think that uh, when I look back I go, "Wow!" Like that's when the podcast started to like you know become something yeah. new or it was it had a life of its own at that point totally. Or before I think it was a little bit more like total experiment. Right? It was a
0: total experiment. i, I my my uh, feeling where it, it kind of coalesced for me was the Mike Tyson one, which is episode four. Like our first three yeah. where we we kind of put them in the can and we kind of walked away from them for a bit and we started releasing them and I didn't know like if we were really gonna come back to it. And then when we came back, I, I should save this for when you and I him, know me, <laughs> but like that would be for me like where I really I don't know if that was my favorite, but that's where I thought the episode okay, this might actually do something because we're coming yeah. back
1: together, we're getting this done. So I like other episodes for different reasons too. Because I think of like, not only what we did in the episode, but like what was happening around that time and oh, like yeah. our lives or like how difficult certain <laughs> ones were to pull off like, yeah. <clears throat> like Zelda and, and yeah. you know, where, yeah. yeah. So there's some so that are, going yeah, I have fond memories of just because of how crazy certain ones were.
0: Okay. When we usually pick games for the podcast, we usually kind of let everybody have a vote, right? Then we shut them down, and we shut them down. But <laughs> let's say you don't even you're you're, you're uh, dictator Zach for the day. We you're going well, next episode is going to be on the of the game you absolutely want to cover that we haven't covered yet. What would that be?
1: Not Ninja Gaiden like, are, Ninja are you Gaiden. sure? Yeah, no, not are Ninja you Gaiden. Sure? Um, let's see. I would say and this is one that's going to take some uh, prep. Yeah. Um, I would like to do uh pro wrestling yeah. on the NES. <laughs> you've Mentioned that, yeah. yes. But I want to do it when we have a pro wrestling themed episode with including having a pro wrestler in the hot seat. There you go. Wouldn't that be great? That'd be great. But Although I, the, other than The
0: Rock, the only pro wrestlers <laughs> I remember are all dead. Oh so, come on, like Roddy Roddy Piper and, oh, and like R.I.P. Yeah, and, uh, the Ultimate Warrior. Like, I you like the Ultimate Warrior? I love the Ultimate Warrior. I love the the whole like thing Shake on the, the ropes, ropes and everything. Yeah, that are cool. I,
1: I thought you'd be like a Macho Man fan. Or I was definitely guys. a Macho Man fan. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> Elizabeth.
0: <laughs> no, definitely was Macho Man guy too.
1: Yep. All right, I yeah, was a Ho- Hogan cool. guy. Hogan oh, all the way.
0: Yeah, Hogan was all right. He, he was, was too. He was too. He, I was more of a Hollywood Hogan guy. I liked it when he was the heel. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, he was too kind of like marquee. Like, yeah. oh, I'm so I'm so cool. I'm the good guy. Like, pff, give me the bad guys. Was like the Undertaker, like that's yeah, that's why one. He is
1: great. <laughs>
0: all but right, yeah, pro wrestling that'd be cool. Wouldn't it? that would be cool? Yeah. I I would be into it if we could get it together where it's like we, we have a whole theme, like you yeah. said, like it, it works all together. We'll and, even...
1: and that game's rad. Have you played pro wrestling? Have you, the I mean, one?
0: probably, but it's been a long
1: time. It's it's just a button masher. Like whoever hits the buttons faster gets the move when you grapple. Nice. And there's you know. There's a lot of characters that are based on actual yeah. wrestlers. There's some that are way over the top, like an Amazon guy with like a lizard head, and <laughs> it's super
0: cool. We're gonna have to set up a turnbuckle in the in the room and have <laughs> have some uh, jump from the top rope while we do
1: it. We have to have a belt, <laughs> <laughs> I should, totally. Uh, we a retro totally game guys championship belt. Championship belt. We could use that for the like the episodes to follow because like whoever wins that episode will get the belt. <laughs> yeah, but it's always gonna
0: be you. So <laughs> we have to start you. doing those uh, games that we that you keep saying that you're gonna be bad at. We'll
1: need yeah. an intercontinental championship then. We'll have to, <laughs> Oh, yeah, tag team the, junior, the yes. junior flyweight yeah, yeah. one yeah <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> See, all it's right great. let's do it next episode
0: all right perfect all right so um what are your aspirations for the podcast what are you looking forward to doing in the future
1: i want to do more of what we're doing yeah which means like meeting new people Picking fun games, revisiting games that we have, you know, uh, fond memories of that yeah. we could either shut them down. Say, that was terrible. I don't know what I was thinking. F zero. Or, or, <laughs> yeah. Or <laughs> games that we didn't give a chance to that now we, you know, we, we like a new favorite, like yeah. Strider, right? I yeah. didn't like that earlier too much, but I kind of fell in love with it, you know, yeah. revisiting it. Uh,
0: definitely Strider was one yeah. of those, like, I didn't even know that game existed. And then I was like, oh, this game's fun.
1: Yeah, it's awesome. So yeah. I want to do, I mean, I love, that's what I love about doing this podcast. Um, but, more than that, I think it's just continuing to again to meet people and like just just to spread positivity. As cheesy as that sounds, Aww, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, but you're right. But, I mean, because like if we because we hear a lot from people who are saying like you guys make my commute easier, you make me laugh. Yeah, like I feel like I'm in the room with you guys, that kind of a thing. And like if that's like my one contribution as an artist, like is yeah. to make someone's day. A little less hectic or a little less crazy, yeah. like that to me, that's that's everything. That's great. So. I
0: know we we we. I've my favorite feedback that I've gotten from a couple different people is like, it doesn't sound like you guys, you know, are. It sounds like you guys are just having a conversation. It doesn't sound like you guys prepared at all. And it's like, and and <laughs> they, but, there's so many there's so many hours that you and I put into each episode oh doing God. the research and the med- <laughs> meticulousness. But that's good. I take that as as that's a pride <laughs> thing, right? Like we sound like we didn't do any research and we did, you know, we didn't put anything. It's just soft yeah, the cup conversation it's actually a, a compliment it sounds bad i know it does sound terrible <laughs>
1: i'm like do we need to prep anymore then and yeah. people are like I, I love that you guys sound like you don't you don't know what you're doing no, why, are we, what why are we
0: why are we doing it? that's not what they're saying yeah. they sound like they it sounds like we're just having a natural conversation about a games that we love with our buddies and, yeah and I, I i really appreciate that kind of feedback
1: that's that's the whole vibe right there and um we should do a podcast one of these days an episode on like what goes into the podcast Absolutely. i don't think uh, many people know that um like our script for um, Sonic, by yeah. the way, 20 pages. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> that i
0: had that i had to punt back to you at one point because i was like i can't do any more work on. i don't this think script. any it human so could <laughs> it was like i mean it was and we're
1: often working up on the script right up until the time we're recording yeah. we're trying not to do that no but, but we have to get happen. our facts right yeah because i mean knock on wood here is we haven't had people come back and say like you guys totally got this wrong yeah like are we double check our sources and things yeah. like that yeah um so and in fact a friend of mine i sent him a copy of the script just to be like hey because we were talking about prep for a podcast, and I was like, look what we do. I said to him, he's like, oh, my God. <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. It's I'm like, yeah, I'm not so sure we need to do this. But we again, want we this want is just, to. <laughs> the, yeah, it's, it's the way that it's always been, and it seems to be working. So there you go. Why stop? All right.
0: Let's end here with uh, your chance to uh, give anybody you want to some thanks, a shout out, anything you want, anybody you want to uh, mention here at the end of the po- end of the podcast here. Uh,
1: Everybody who's listening, thank you for continuing to listen. Yeah, yeah thank you. Uh, more and more people listen every episode, so super thankful for that. Um, but I would say our families, yeah. like, you know, I yeah. mean, so Dustin and I are sitting right now. This is the first podcast that we've recorded in your kitchen. In my kitchen. This is one of those things where it's like, we need to get something in. We have no time to do it. Yeah. You know, I just got to... I'm about to fly
0: out of town for a business right. trip. Like, I, like, what can we do to get this done? So yeah. yeah. And, and so thank you. to I'll, I'll yeah. take a, a part here. So thank yes. you to my wife, my family, my wife and kids for allowing this to happen.
1: No, it's, it's true. I mean, there's so many times where like I've had very little sleep. You know, we've had to change you know, personal family plans and things like that to, you know, to work around the podcast. And so we try to keep that to a minimum, of yeah. course. Yeah. But, um, it's really meaningful that we get to keep doing this. Um, and, uh, lastly to everyone again, who's listening here, um, and has sent us, you know, your feedback, good, bad, ugly, and we've gotten some of your Vegemite, <laughs> or <send us> Vegemite <laughs> to choke on an episode. I mean, this is what, again, this is all about is just meeting cool people, having fun, um, and trying to recreate, like you said, Dustin, recreate that vibe of, you know, when times were a lot simpler, yeah. you know, when we just bonded over video games. Absolutely. And so as long as we keep that vibe and everything and as long as we keep the balance at home, <laughs> trying you know, try to, yeah. You know, it's uh, it'll
0: it'll be good. Absolutely. All right. Well, that's all the time we have now for our quick play episode. I wanna thank Zach for sharing with us some uh, questions and answers here and getting to know him a little bit better and his role here in the podcast. So thank you much, Zach. So yeah. yeah. For Zach, I am Dustin saying game on until next time, friends.
1: Rock and roll! Woohoo!
0: The opinions and views expressed on the Retro Game Guys podcast represent the views of the speaker alone and are not the views of our employers.